Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course, food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today... We have Nia Yang, a skin embellisher that hails from Madison, Wisconsin. She's been applying bold, permanent fashion statements via artistically enhanced ink on people for a handful of years. Tattoos have been around for thousands of years, so today we dive into what to expect when getting a tattoo, how it will affect your body, and the mentality of having a permanent fashion statement. So enjoy. So Nia. Tell us what you do in one to two sentences. I permanently decorate people's skin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't know. What else is there? So you're a tattoo artist, correct? I am a tattoo artist. Okay. I prefer skin embellisher. Skin embellisher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So how did you get into becoming a tattoo artist? Excuse me. Skin embellisher. <laughs> <laughs> I started uh, my apprenticeship in Milwaukee. I was on and off at Moving Shadow Ink for about five years. Um, so that's pretty much where I started. Mm-hmm. My mentor, he seeked me out. Um, I was kind of friends with one of his apprentices, mm-hmm. and they kind of both brought me into it and did a little interview with them and got the job pretty much. Is, so it's like an apprenticeship, kind of a, the lay of the land for becoming Yeah. It's so like, how does that work? It's pretty much like an internship, except you don't get paid worth shit. Okay. And um, you are the shop bitch. You do pretty much whatever your mentor says. Mm-hmm. You um, can set up their tattoo little system, or else you can break it down, or... Um, you're constantly cleaning, you're constantly drawing, you're constantly doing customer service. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of shit work where you don't get paid. But the nice thing is the, the more you're patient, the more you do learn, the more you act like a sponge, you soak things up and it all determines on how dedicated you are with the trade. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you really want it, then you'll you'll get somewhere. If you don't, then you're just gonna be a half-ass shitty tattooer, <laughs> mediocre, pretty much. So what kind of goes on in like a tattoo parlor? Like for I think for especially me, because I'm a guy on tattoo, I've been in one. I just assume you sit around. Someone comes in, you're hanging out, you draw on them. They're gone in an hour <laughs> or two, and then days on. No, there's a lot more prep. Um, okay. Honestly, how I operate is I do consultations first. Okay. So I want to get to know this person. I want to know what kind of hobbies they're into. Pretty much get to know this person as if it's a first date. Mm -hmm. And um, really understand what they're trying to get and why they're putting it on their body. Because if it's for a dumb reason or if you're getting something just because you saw it online and you want to do it because everyone else is getting it, 
I will talk you out of it. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a legit, you know, subject matter and it's something that will look really good on the skin, it, that's actually appealing, I will do it. Um, yeah, I draw fast, but at the same time, you want to make each tattoo unique. Mm-hmm. So it, the prep does take a little bit longer to do for drawing and then they have to come back and take a look at it see if they like it if they don't like it you pretty much just go back and forth until the design is correct and then you have a final tattoo appointment have them come in make a stencil lay it on them start the tattoo so it's not really uh, an impulse decision for people it's more of a it is an impulse i mean we do get walk-ins and people will come in wanting just little tattoos that can be finished that day Mm -hmm. but uh, for the bigger stuff it's more planned I mean it's permanent so <laughs> you should plan it um, I don't really I mean I do impulse tattoos too I get them myself mm-hmm. so I, I don't judge people based off of that but I will judge you based off of what you will put on your body though meaning if you want to put someone's name mm-hmm. on you that you've only been dating for three months well what if you're in love and you just want <laughs> the rest of your life together <laughs> find someone else who wants to take your money because I, I I can live without your money. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin your life and have you be more in pain trying to get that lasered off or be more in pain trying to get it covered off. Do it right the first time. So like, if let's say I had an, like a, an idea for a tattoo. Yeah. What kind of mentality should I be going into with this? Like, I mean, definitely do your research. Um, look at all artists work in that city or town. Okay. Uh, make sure that you choose the right person who can do the style that you want and try not to, to change their style. Mm-hmm. So get a better understanding of the artist's work and make sure that they have similar styles and what you want to apply to your tattoo. So don't go into the tattoo shop saying that you want... Um, realism when this person only does cartoon tattoos so you're you're making someone do something that's harder for them Mm -hmm. and most of the time it won't come out correct so you have to do your research on your artists and make sure that you find the one that can actually do realism for you um that's like the most simple thing i can honestly say about going into a tattoo shop but at the same time don't go in there thinking that you know more than the tattooer too Mm -hmm then they'll probably just kick you out or something, yeah, or won't even work with you. So, like, I understand that from my perspective, right? I go in there, we have a consultation, we talk, this is what I want. Right. No one's perfect. No, not at all. And uh, how I envision it might look a little bit different than the actual end game. How do you, as, like, a skin embellisher, handle that mentality of, I'm not going to make a mistake, if I make a mistake, how am I going to correct this? How, what's kind of went through your mind? At least even set me at ease that yeah. like you're not some like crazy psycho that's just going to screw um, up. I think that's where you have to build the bond with your, your client. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely have to get along with your client. I mean, if there's any negative or anything that feels off, you shouldn't work together. Mm-hmm. I like to make sure I'm pretty cool, like pretty cool and friends with my clients before I tattoo them. So most of the time, I usually, I'll take them out to go get some coffee. Sometimes uh, a different pace, a different location is a little bit easier for some people. 
especially with new timers with their first tattoos they don't really get what's going on and they have too many questions it's a little bit easier just to you know just extract them mm -hmm. from the actual scary area that they don't want to be in and put them in a nicer environment and then really explain to them how this tattoo process actually works um, that's usually how i work with a lot of people um what was the question? <laughs> you, you, you answered it. I answered it. Okay. <laughs> so, like, uh, for me, uh, obviously, tattoos cost money, right? Yeah, they do. So, can you kind of walk us through maybe some ranges from, like, hey, I just want to get some, like, cool symbol, like, on my wrist that represents whatever yeah. my family name, yeah. opposed to, like, maybe something cool on my shoulder versus something, like, on my back versus, like, Price sleeves. Ranges. Yeah. Price range always matters with size and detail. Okay. And if you're doing color or black and gray. Um a lot of people ask me, does color hurt more? Yes, only because there's a lot of blending okay. and there's a lot of um, layers that you have to get to to give the tattoo depth. Uh, that means there's different sessions and you got to keep coming back where black and gray is a lot quicker because you're only using one pigment mm -hmm. and you can dilute that pigment to different you know, shades of black and that's a lot quicker and you don't have to repeatedly go over areas or build like any extra layers or anything like that so um it all depends honestly with size detail color um it doesn't really matter if it's super tiny if you just want a little period or a dot mm -hmm. on you there's still a, a like a shop fee right. where i'm using expensive things just to do one little dot right so you would still have to pay that minimum to do something so little so most of the time i will tell people that's kind of a waste of time and i rather not do little freckles on people mm -hmm. i'd rather do something worth 80 bucks you know um so if you want a little letter or something let's make it a little bit bigger and make it worth 80 bucks mm -hmm. yeah so it ranges from 80 to, like, what would be... Uh, like... Everyone's hourly is different. Everyone okay. works differently, too. Um, each tattooer is different. Some people work based off of the piece itself. So they charge by the piece or people charge by the hour. Okay. I charge by the hour, which is 125 an hour. Okay. Um, some people charge differently, too. I don't know. Um, I can only speak for myself. But, I mean, that's good. That gives us like a fair understanding of like what to expect. Because I yeah. walk in there thinking I want to spend like fifty bucks get this like super cool tattoo. Right. Because like my buddies are gonna get matching tattoos. Yeah. And I have like two hundred dollars in bank account, and you yeah. hand me this bill for like five hundred bucks. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, never mind. The process <laughs> is actually a lot longer than what people expect too. Um, a lot of people will just come in and say, "I want a full sleeve today." Mm -hmm. That's that's impossible. First, I don't know what style you're getting, what what you even want. There's no there's no way I can just create something for you, slap it on your arm, and then have you leave. Um, there's a lot of prep to that. Uh, there's a lot of different sessions to complete that full sleeve, and yeah, it's a commitment. It's a lot of money that you're putting into yourself that it's really important for you to take care of your body itself mm -hmm. and the tattoo itself. Um, I'll have people who will get tattoos and not even tell me that they're going to go on vacation in a few days after the tattoo. And that's the stupidest thing you can do. Is How so? Exposing a fresh tattoo mm -hmm. to the sun 
or um, having it in chlorine or anything like that, it's an open wound technically. Okay. And you want to be sure that you take care of that and have it fully healed before having any, you know, microorganisms and stuff crawling in there and living in there and causing any, (laughs) (laughs) you know, infections and stuff. And I don't know. I'd rather people not do that. I'd rather people do their vacations and then get your tattoo after. What's the whole point of getting a tattoo is going on vacation and showing it off on the beach. Right, exactly. Gotta then you girls. have to plan ahead of time. <laughs> plan ahead of time and have that tattoo healed before then. And Some guys for spring off. break go and work out. Some guys get tattoos, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they really do. I mean, I'm down to tattoo you as long as you're smart about it. If you're going to spend $300 on one little tattoo, mm-hmm. take good care of it. Because that's $300 that you made. You know, you worked hard for that $300, mm-hmm. and you worked hard to get that tattoo, so take good care of it. So do you have tips in that regard, taking care of tattoos either immediately after or long-term? Um, both, honestly. Uh, how I do it is you just have to take care of your tattoo for the first three weeks very thoroughly. Um, sometimes you don't even have to do it. You don't have to pay too much attention to it after the first week. Uh, you just got to make sure you keep cleaning it. Uh, don't overclean it. Mm-hmm. I usually recommend two to three times daily only for cleaning. Um, I would treat it like a scratch or something. You know, if you scraped your knee, are you really going to be cleaning your knee every every fucking day? No, you're not. Um, you're just going to ignore it and let your body, you know, do its thing. That's pretty much it. Okay, so let's debunk a few myths here uh, in regards to getting a tattoo that people are probably wondering. Of course, when someone goes, I'm going to tattoo, people say, oh, it, it hurts a lot. It hurts like hell. Yeah. You hear whatever, you know. What's, what, how do you explain that feeling to people that come in and want, like, a first-timer? Um, it depends on the type of person and their skin. Mm-hmm. Everyone's skin is different. It's, okay. Your skin can be really dry or... Um, nice and moist where the ink takes and collects really well um i usually say it feels like a sunburn if you've ever had a sunburn Mm -hmm. and after having a sunburn having a cat scratch your sunburn it fucking hurts and so it's kind of like that but the nice thing about it is when i'm actually tattooing you that's the only time it hurts once i lift my hand off it just feels warm Mm -hmm. you don't feel pain anymore Obviously, you do feel there's some sort of irritation, but it doesn't really hurt that bad, only when I'm actually tattooing you. Mm-hmm. And depends on how big your tattoo is, too. It's it's actually not that bad. Any Everyone that I've ever tattooed, I usually start with a little prick. And if it didn't bother them, we can keep going. You know, I... Everyone that I've tattooed have said, oh my God, this isn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of good to scare yourself in the beginning. So you you think that it's going to be a shitty fucking feeling and then you walk out feeling like you conquered mm-hmm. something. You know, it feels good. You feel like a different person too. Well, hopefully you have, a, you know, some yeah. new art. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hopefully. I've definitely tattooed, started a tattoo and maybe get four or five lines in before they tapped out okay i definitely done that before and um i don't think they ever came back to get a tattoo because they did not like the feeling of getting tattooed i'm not gonna name names but uh in high school we had someone that um you know kind of walked around thought he was like you know 
BMOC, big man on campus, cool cat. One <laughs> got tattoos on his legs. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to describe what it was, but he used to say, well, he had like multiple sessions. Yeah. And like, when I first saw him, like, dude, I don't understand his tattoo. And someone's like, yeah, he like pussied out. Like, he couldn't handle <laughs> it. So you can only get like this outline and the sketch of it. Yeah. Like, they didn't fill in all the color of it. Like, he couldn't handle the pain. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good work, man. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Some people can only sit for a half hour or maybe an hour. Um, when you pick a time with me, if we're working on a, a huge piece, like mm-hmm. a five by five, that's not that big, but medium size five by five, some people will break it down to maybe just a half hour to an hour mm-hmm. each session because they can't take the pain, which is completely fine. That's cool. But I'm going to charge you yeah. like a whole full hour for just even a half hour because that's kind of a waste of time for me and time exactly. is money for me. I don't make money unless I tattoo. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like, let's handle that myth. Like, What if you regret your tattoo? Either A, you go in there and can't handle the pain and it looks like crap. Yeah. B, you get it and like the skin embellisher like yourself does a really good job, mm-hmm. but you know, you like change whatever your thoughts were on the design. Yeah. Or, you know, let's say it's like um you go into your office like I can see the tattoo like you're fired kind of situation, which obviously yeah. wouldn't happen, but like there's that fear. Right. How do you handle when someone comes in with a regret feeling? Um. Or to avoid that. Like after they got their tattoo or... To avoid it in the first place, yeah. Oh, okay. In the first place, I usually like to get to know my clients. Um, Get to know what their their intentions of their tattoos are. Okay. Why they're getting it. um, Just where they're getting it. Why are you putting it there? Where do you work? How much money do you make? (laughs) (laughs) Like it does actually matter. It it feels like I'm giving people an interview Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to figure out if they are a good fit for my job, pretty right. much. <laughs> um, so I will definitely shut down some tattoos that will stop a person from getting a job. I will say no to certain tattoos for just being inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I will let you know right away. Unless you're my friend, you're my good friend, and you really wanted a penis on you, cool, <laughs> I get it. Let's put it somewhere, like in your armpit or something, where no one can see it, unless you're, you know, stretching or yawning or something. But or with your special friend. Right, right, <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, it's it's my job to make sure that my clients, in the future, especially, they live a long and successful life without having to worry about their tattoos preventing them mm-hmm. from living, I guess. Yeah. And plus it's it's the client's fault too if they want to still proceed with it. Um, that's all you mm-hmm. after that. You know, I'm going to inform you, but at the same time, it's still your decision. It's your body. It's not mine. Um, I, I can only say so much before, you know, you want to get it. But if it's something really stupid, I will absolutely refuse it or push it off to someone else who I think would be interested in doing something like that. So is that kind of like the same mentality you would take with someone that comes in like under the influence? Like, let me give you an example. It's a huge no. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I was actually uh, at this conference and we were at dinner and this other group that we knew, they were, you know, having a little too much fun at dinner. We walked by and we saw them like in the tattoo parlor next door. We, were, we walked inside. Some guy lost the bet. He was getting like a smiley face, like tattoo on his butt, right? <laughs> yeah. 
And so I, like, this is like a joke. I'm like, oh no, like he just yeah. lost a bet and like you can tell everyone was like under the influence. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. But I made sure he enjoyed it. The next time I saw him, I went to give him a high five, miss on purpose, and give him an ass slap. <laughs> everyone in the conference heard that yelp. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it's like, yes, the probably the person like knew he was from out of town. Yes, they're yeah. taking his money, like whatever bad mentality. But it's like right. now this guy has to live with you know a tattoo on his ass of right. I was super drunk. I lost a bet, and you know. <laughs> And then whatever money you had to pay for it too, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it happens. Um, it's either you want to be that playful tattooer who tattoos a drunk person or you don't. I don't. I'm a little more professional with my work. Mm. I will definitely refuse someone who's intoxicated, even though they lost. Mm. And even though they might tip me higher than normal or it doesn't matter. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to... That's my name on that tattoo. So Makes sense. I just don't want a shitty tattoo with my name on it. Yeah. So, like, tattoos from, like, a fashion statement, right? I feel in the world, things are shifting away from it, but it still exists that people are going to judge. Like, we're talking about, like, not getting jobs. Yeah. But let's talk about, like, other things. Maybe, like, people are going to, like, a dance or a formal event or things of that nature. How do you handle that with your personal tattoos and or, like, coaching people on how to deal with that? I mean, it depends on where I'm actually going. If mm-hmm. I'm going to a place where I know that a lot of people has tattoos mm-hmm. and they are exposing their tattoos, I will expose mine too. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going somewhere where I don't know anyone and it's a real business attire, mm-hmm. I will cover that shit up because I just will not disrespect myself or other people or have other people look down on me just because I have tattoos. Um, Not that I'm afraid to be who I am. I'm not afraid to be who I am, but it's just there's a time and place. It's like swearing. Mm -hmm. You know when to stop swearing, right? When you're in front of kids. I know when to not have my tattoos exposed. When I'm around, you know, a higher group of people that will definitely look down or frown upon me and my whatever significant other who's with me who I might be at his job party and Mm -hmm. I don't want to have him lose his job because his boss said that your girlfriend looks like a skank (laughs) or something you know like who wants that nobody wants that you want everyone to feel good be happy and know that even though your tattoos are hidden you're still who you are. That makes a lot of sense to me. So, like, from a design standpoint, are there anything that people can do that, like, really accents, you know, who they are? Like, sometimes people have like, some cool design, whatever. Are there things that people can do from a fashion statement that, like, look cool? Or some people will get, like, uh, back in the day, it was the barbed wire around yeah. your muscle, right? Like, <laughs> Have you done a lot of stuff like that, or is it more just like cool, like little picture designs that people like? What's um, kind of your style? What's more? trendy right now, right. or um, what's my style? Both. Um, my style is is different. Um, it's not too different, but it's just a lot of different styles clashed mm-hmm. together. Um, I'm really well rounded, so I do pretty much anything: black and gray, color, stippling, um, realism surrealism just all sorts of different styles I can definitely do if I practice and study that style but um, 
what's trendy right now is a lot of the stuff that you'll find on Pinterest. Um, not that I think all Pinterest tattoos are shitty or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just I want to set our generation apart because our generation definitely seems like we all have the same tattoos. Or mm-hmm. we, all, we all have the same mentality of how our tattoos are going to look like. And we all look the same. And I don't want everyone to look the same. Um, I get that you want to get an infinity symbol because all your girlfriends got an infinity symbol. Let's make your infinity symbol different, though. Mm-hmm. Let's make it a little bit bigger. Let's not put a name in there. Let's let's make it something a little more meaningful, you know? It's kind of like that. The little birds and the feather that turns into little birds. And right. All that stuff. It's... It's all silly if you really think about it. Ten years from now, when we have another trend, people are going to look back at what is going on today and be like, oh, yeah, you definitely know who lived in that generation. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of embarrassing. So I I try to help everyone that I tattoo to kind of get a different range of art on their body instead of what everyone else has. So how do you handle that every day? So like, let's say you have like a bunch of tattoos. I let them know right away. I'm like, hey, you really want this arrow? Because I just tattooed eight other arrows today <laughs> on eight other girls. And it's either you get the same or similar arrow or we can just do something absolutely different and yeah, set yourself apart. So it comes back to like the regret aspect and deciding what you really want is what do you think about like every day when you see yourself, like you see your tattoos in like the mirror when you're like getting ready in the morning? Yeah. What do you think about like, are you still on the same hype the day you got like, oh, this is like so cool. I'm like badass. Or yeah. is it like, wow, this is me. I feel good about myself. What's the mentality you sh- you have and or should have years down the line? Um, well, it's definitely changed um, from me being a client to being an actual tattoo artist okay. has changed. Um, When I was a client, I'm like, oh, man, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to research this for a really long time before I get it. And that was actually legitly what I did. Now I'm just pretty much like, oh, I look up to this guy. Mm -hmm. He tattoos so cool. I want to know how he tattoos. And the best way of doing that is actually allowing them to tattoo you and you watch them tattoo you. And um, that's where it's changed with me. But with other people... um, I, I expect you to definitely study art or whatever you want or whatever that you're going to put on yourself and study your tattooer and make sure that they can accomplish what you want. But um, overall, I think people who make irrational decisions on getting tattoos will always regret it. I mean, if you're questioning yourself even when you're about to get tattooed, you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. If you're questioning yourself... I myself will let you know I'm not going to do it. You seem so unsure. If you're going to switch the placement on your body more than three times, I'm going to tell you to go home and think about this a little bit longer. Yeah. I just won't do impulse tattoos that you're unsure about. And I don't want you coming back and saying this isn't what I wanted. When you signed a consent form, you Mm -hmm. agreed, you paid for your services, you ain't getting shit back. Right. You fucked up. <laughs> um, your next best step is going to get laser, and that sucks way more. You know, so definitely take the time and really think about what you want before you actually get it. 
his laser hurts way more. It's like 10 times worse. It's quicker, but it's it's really shitty. How does laser actually work? You um, just go in, like, laser arm off, and then you have, like, one arm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, the process is a lot longer, uh, mm-hmm. depending on colors, like, what kind of colors you have. Because um, there's only certain machines that can extract certain colors okay. out better than others. And... Um, the ones that don't really take too well, you got to keep going over those until they're they're pretty much gone. But the healing process, I don't do laser removal, but I know a little bit of it mm-hmm. only because um, I know a lot of people who've gotten lasered. Um, but the healing process is six weeks, and the first few weeks, you get these really nasty blisters that look like herpes or something, mm-hmm. something really gross. Um, and it's actually not attractive at all. And when you actually get tattooed, you don't have to deal with any of that other than you're kind of like a snake. Your skin flakes off and peels off. But that's that's more attractive than bumps and shit that's oozing out of you. And yeah, not yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah, because a friend of mine, he told me when he got his tattoo, he like had the design sorted out and then put it up like in his wall like in his room yeah. and looked at it every day for like 30 days and decided like after that he's still excited about that yeah she's like i don't want to think about it for like four days and then be like off in la la land like oh shit like what do i really want this now right so he, all he has it loves it but he like was sure he wanted it yeah was if someone goes i just saw this like had this great idea from like my dream last night i should get this tattoo right and then like a week later it's like shit like i just tattoo on me now like oh damn it <laughs> right <laughs> and plus trends always they're always changing mm-hmm. and um, everyone's always changing and everyone's decisions are always changing and styles always changing. So if you really want to stick to a certain piece, really commit to it because mm-hmm. 10 years from now, everything will look different and you're probably going to want to leave some space for the different art that we have coming up in the future that we don't know about. and. I don't know. It's completely up to anyone who wants to do that. And maybe robots will do, take over and do our jobs and stuff. So it's honestly up to... Do you have clients that have like kids? Like, How do they handle that You know, shock? Like we discussed already, like going to like a formal event and you cover up yeah. things of that nature. But you can't cover up 24-7 around your kids. Yeah. And how do they explain to their kids like they got this like back when they were like dating when they were like 17 and you were, yeah. I, was love, I was in love with mommy so we got these tattoos yeah. right or whatever it is right but then they like say it's like an eight-year-old and they're like well like johnny's dad doesn't have any like these like things on his arm like yeah. what is this like do you how do you ever had any of those interactions like how people deal I with that i actually haven't um only because every generation is different now right. and i feel like since everyone is tattooed nowadays mm-hmm. it's more accepted and even kids are more accepting of it and they'll just kind of view it as art as well except if you have something inappropriate I I won't do anything inappropriate on parents only because if I know them personally or if I know their kids personally Mm -hmm. um, I've had people actually come in with existing tattoos that I didn't do but it was a scary image Mm -hmm. or it was something really weird where their kids didn't like it and so they came in and had me work on it change it make it look not scary or i don't know 
So how would like an alteration work? Walk us through that scenario. Um, I would have to have you come in for multiple consultations. Okay. Um, the first one is just for me to actually meet you, see the tattoo, take photos of your existing tattoo. Uh, depending on if you want to rework it, uh, meaning I just enhance some things to make it look a lot better, or you want to completely cover it up. Um, those are where the other the other consultations come where you come in and I have like a sar- uh, a sharpie session with you and I draw on you until we find something that can mask the shitty shit that you <laughs> decided to get when you're younger um, and then once we finalize a few times with a few sharpie sessions we can get a better idea of what we can actually put over the tattoo and then we'll go over it um usually for cover-ups it does take multiple tattoo sessions only because you want to be sure that you can cover it Mm -hmm. and not make it look like a cover-up but make it look like you know this person got this nice fresh tattoo um instead of oh i can still see that dragon under that mouse or something you know you got a mouse tattoo now but you can still see that dragon that you got eight years ago why you got a dragon and replaced it with the mouse. You're the know. dragon. And then but... someone you're the <laughs> <Exactly>. rat. <laughs> yeah, you thought you were a dragon, but you are born the year of the rat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's because the Chinese New Year is a different time of the year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with from uh, tips about getting tattoos? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Just do your research on your artists and just be sure that that's the person you want to go with have a conversation with them be sure you get along with them don't bargain (laughs) um tattoos aren't cheap uh we don't we we don't go let's say um i needed to get a boob job or something you don't hear me telling the surgeon hey let's let's talk about you know lowering this price because this is only how much i got I only got this much in my pocket, and I really want to get my tits done, so can we just work something out? It's kind of like that. It's like, it's let's be professional, you know? For all the listeners yeah. out there, yes, I'm thinking yeah. of what everyone's thinking. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just, let's, let's be appropriate. Respect me, and I'll respect you, and we'll get a tattoo finished eventually if you decide to. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, I think thanks for your time. Really appreciate everything. Yeah, definitely. Just a splendid interview with Nia. As you can tell, tattoos really isn't one of my fortes or anything I know anything about to any degree, to be honest. So her insights on this were absolutely phenomenal. I know people you have a couple tattoos, people have a ton of tattoos, people that think about getting tattoos. Hopefully, if you fall in any of those categories, you learned something today. The good news is if you're actually looking for a tattoo and looking to take it seriously, Nia's actually offering a discount at her shop in Madison, which will link up here to in the show notes. But uh, feel free to reach out to her directly at niatattoos at gmail.com and she'll offer you a discount if you mention the podcast. This episode was brought to you by A Positive Beauty. A Positive Beauty is a nail art blog with a positive living as its sidekick. So whenever you need a little quick pick-me-up, this safe space has got your back. You'll find lots of nail art, a sprinkle of beauty-related posts, and endless support on self-love. Someone who is a positive beauty is a person who emanates warmth and positivity wherever they go. Beauty shines forever, 
when it is lit from within. To find out more, go to apositivebeauty.com. Also, for all your skincare and cosmetic needs, look no further than Lamp Enterprises. No matter your gender, age, race, or ethnicity, our top-notch products are exactly what you need to help your skin look softer, smoother, and more beautiful. Thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully you learned something new, or at least were able to share a few laughs with us. Until next time. Oh, one last thing before we go. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us, our podcast in iTunes and Google Play Music. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. Those are actually linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, actually, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Anyways, thanks everyone for listening and hopefully you learned something new or at least were able to share a few laughs with us. Until next time. Mm-hmm.